Hello, love-driven builders around the world. Our podcast is full of encouragement, inspiration from the Bible for the day-to-day lives, and applicable truth to build a life of love. It is designed for builders, engineers, and building professionals who'd like to glorify God through their love-driven building works. Welcome again to the Love Driven Builder Podcast. Hi there, this is Philip. Um, for me, it was a very challenging and hard week to swallow this week. Uh, there was sicknesses all around me. There was a clerk who was a little bit mean. There were some of the doctors and a lot of stresses at the workplace. But like the Bible says, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. After all this trouble, in the end, there was God's comfort, and I'm so thankful for it. Um, I want all of us to remember that God's presence is the fact. It does not change, no matter what we go through, no matter what we see, or what we feel. He's always there, and He's kind to us, and He turns the bad into good in the end. So in the midst of a lot of troubles this week, there's no better week, I thought, to talk about Jesus' pain and his suffering on the cross. So let us begin. The first scripture today comes from John chapter 19. From verse 1 to 6, it says, Then Pilate took Jesus and had him flogged. The soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns, put it on his head. They clothed him in a purple robe and went up to him again and again saying, Hail, King of the Jews! And they slapped him in the face. Once more, Pilate came out and said to the Jews gathered there, Look, I'm bringing him out to you to let you know that I find no basis of a charge against him. When Jesus came out wearing a the crown of thorns and the purple robe, Pilate said to them, Here is the man. As soon as the chief priests and their officials saw him, they shouted, Crucify! Crucify! I would like to take a moment from the scripture, the types of pains and suffering that Jesus had to go through. There is a flogging and there is a crucifixion and a lot of mockings around. For flogging, Apostle Paul in his letter he described as 40 lashes minus 1. It is 39 lashes because they thought getting 40 lashes would kill a person. It is type of the punishment that it is just enough to be alive but almost the point of death. In this whipping, in this flogging, the whip has this attached lead that would bruise the people that get hit and there's a sharp edges usually made out of bones that would cut and make the wounds and blood will come out it is a serious torture full of bruise and the blood but not only this flogging but there was crucifixion and just three a detail about the crucifixion is that the executioner Uh, that is his trade to kill a person and he would have this leather apron around him with pockets for the nails then he would touch the hand of Jesus in this case to find the hollow spot 
and he would have this five-inch nail into that hollow spot of a hand and with the hit of a hammer in one shot it'll go in secondly how they position Jesus feet how they position the the position of the foot is devised so that the prisoner would endure the longest time with the pain and suffering that is that is hung on the cross so some record says a prisoner can go about nine days just hung on the cross enduring that suffering for such a long time and the last detail uh, of the crucifixion is that soon hung on a cross Jesus would have faced two sources of pain the first is his arm and shoulder muscles there will be a cramp that the sharpness of pain is greater than that sharpness of hands that is nailed to the cross and second type of pain is something called pectoral muscles would uh, constrict so much that you can breathe in but you cannot breathe out so these are some of the descriptions and details of types of pain that Jesus had to go through After taking a good look at the details of pain that Jesus had to go through, uh, now we'd like to talk about the meaning of the cross. The second scripture is coming from Deuteronomy chapter 21, verse 23. It says, Anyone whose body is displayed on a tree is cursed by God. And this was the meaning of the cross for the Jewish people at that time. The crucifixion, it represented the most disgusting and that is cursed by God, um, hung on a tree, death on the cross. That was the meaning for the Jewish people. And where the crucifixion originated is the people called Phoenicians. And they had this superstition where uh, they worshiped the God of the earth. And so when a person sins, then that person is not worthy to stand on the ground in fact they have to be lifted so a cross was their means of death that hangs people and does not defile the God of the earth and how was the crucifixion for the Romans for the Roman Empire the cross was simply an expert tool and instrument to torture and saying to the people if any one of you commits such sin then you will be displayed likewise so it exalted their control as a roman governor to show how horrible of a death that people would go through if you commit that sin again and finally what is the meaning of the cross for the christian the cross is the glory of God that displays how much Jesus cares for you how much Jesus loves you Jesus didn't die by the instrument of torture Jesus he died by the heart that is torn in the love for the mankind he did not come down from the cross he willingly took that path 
he did not avoid that pain but loved in that pain. If somebody pays for my Dunkin' Donuts breakfast, I would be so grateful for it. If somebody died so that I can live and I can be set free from sins, I would forever be grateful. And I would try to live for that person's love and that person's purpose, and that is Jesus Christ. The last scripture of today comes from John chapter 16, verse 20. This is what Jesus said. I tell you the truth, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will turn into joy. I really love this Bible verse. Uh, Jesus promised to hold on to in the midst of our troubles and in the midst of our suffering. This pain that brings goodness this is what the Word of God promises. It does not promise Christians a comfortable life. There is pain and life is hard. Actually, uh, life lived by a Christian might be even more difficult in a way because I need to do the same thing that I did in the world. You know, I have to feed my family, I have to work, but at the same time, I need to live Christ-like life in this world where the culture says, do the opposite. So dealing with pains and grief and troubles in our life, I'd like to mention three things to remember. First is to take time to grieve. I must, I must acknowledge that feeling the pain is not a sin. Jesus felt the pain, however he did not sin. We take time to be in the sorrow and acknowledge that feeling of the pain. And of course, when we feel pain, then God comforts us. Second thing to know and remember is that God cares. The shortest Bible verse in the book of the Bible, it is Jesus wept. Looking at us being in that grief, God is also painful. If, if our child is hurt, then as a parent, I would be uh, hurting even more than what child might be experiencing. And that is the heart of God, and that is what was shown on the cross by Jesus. Third and the last, reveal that feeling, express that feeling to God in prayer and to each other whom I trust and, and that person who is accountable to me. So take the time to grieve, remember that God cares, and reveal that feeling and expressing it, and you would experience God's comfort and God's healing. Thanks for tuning in today, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast, especially if you're going through the dark times and troubles. I'll meet you next time and please check out the show notes where discussion questions and action steps are written. Have a great day. God bless.